Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for this webinar on mid-back and rib pain. Many people come into our clinic that have mid-back and rib pain. And today we're going to go over what causes that, what treatments are successful for it, and what you can do to help yourself. If you have any questions, feel free to type them in the chat window below. I'd be happy to answer those during the webinar or towards the end. And if you're in the Kelowna area and you have rib pain or mid-back pain or know somebody who does, please let them know about this uh, webinar. We're going to record it. We'll have it up on our um, YouTube channel as well as um, on our podcast channel, which is with the Anchor. It'll be on Spotify and, and Apple uh, Podcasts as well. So let's talk about mid and mid-back pain and rib pain. My name is Dr. Kerry Yerkew, and I'm a chiropractor who's practiced for over 26 years. I saw a chiropractor when I was young, and it really made a difference. It helped me with knee pain that was holding me back from playing sports at a higher level. And um, at that time in my life, when I was a young teenager, sports was a big deal. It's I wanted to play soccer at a higher level at, with my friends on the on the playground. I wanted to play hockey at a higher level. I had that desire, uh, the skills, but I had a knee condition that was really holding me back. So my father took me to a chiropractor. He really helped me with my knee condition and uh, did treatment for it and, and my knees healed and I was able to play at a higher level as the years went on. I'm located in Kelowna, uh, so I have a practice uh, in Kelowna, which is in the Okanagan area in British Columbia, Canada. Mid-back pain is uh, classified as the pain running from the lower part of the neck to the upper part of the low back. So it's 12 vertebrae that composes of the mid-back and it's the curve that goes outward in your spine. So it's that kyphosis we call it the curve that goes outward that um, we're going to talk about today just a disclaimer you should consult with your health professional about your specific conditions so i'm going to share with you uh, patients that i've seen in the clinic and uh, what i've done for them to help them um, and uh, what, how I approach mid-back pain, but if you have mid-back pain or rib pain, you should go and see a doctor and get uh, some advice. Um, so make sure you see your health professional. If you're in the Kelowna area, you can always come in uh, to the clinic and I'd be happy to assess you and to uh, help you with your mid-back and, and rib pain. The anatomy and the physiology of the mid-back, there's 12 vertebrae in the middle part of the spine. And in between these vertebrae, there's discs. So their discs are like jelly donuts that um, are like shock absorbers in between the bones, but allow you to bend and twist and move. There's joints. 
between those bones and these joints. There's two of them in the back part of the spine. And these are called facets. And in between those bones, there's cartilage over top of the bone, fluid in the middle, and a capsule or ligament that holds that all together. The spine protects the spinal cord, and that allows the nerve flow or the communication to go from the brain down through the spinal cord, and it exits through nerve roots, one set on the right, one set on the left of the spine, going to different body parts, like your organs, the heart, the lungs, the stomach, and also to the muscles, the skin. And so the nerves provide communication, both uh, sensory, the way you feel in that area, a motor uh, to the muscles so you can move and you have power, and then there's reflexes too. There's these autonomic processes that you don't have to think about that are regulating the body and all that communication is coming from the brain. The main movements of the mid-back are flexion, bending forward, extension, going backward. This can be difficult because sometimes it can pinch the joints when you go backward. It can irritate the uh, facet joints. So um, extending when you have mid-back pain or rib pain can be very difficult. Twisting and then side bending. Also in the mid part of the spine and related to the mid back are the organs. And the organs are the lungs, the heart, the stomach, kidneys, the gallbladder, uh, the liver and the intestines. So we'll talk about that as we go on with our webinar today, but uh, sometimes these organs can refer to the mid back or vice versa. So what causes mid-back pain? If you overuse or strain the mid-back, maybe you're doing some work and it's in a tight position or you have to really twist your back, uh, it can strain the muscles and the joints and that can cause mid-back pain after you're done. Uh, the ligaments can get stretched and that can cause mid-back pain. And ligaments are the tissue that connect the bones uh, from vertebrae to vertebrae, but also from the vertebrae to the, um, to the ribs. There's discs in between the bones that can cause uh, pain because the discs are shock absorbers, but they also have a certain height or volume to them that allow the nerve roots to come out on either side of the spine. So if these discs are getting compressed, it can start to close in on the nerve root coming out of the spine. The nerves can cause pain, an irritated nerve. Uh, there's different symptoms, but it can radiate around the ribs and into the front of your body and cause uh, referred pain. Joints and inflammation of joints, like arthritis, can cause pain in the mid part of your spine and the ribs. And then there's other conditions that can cause mid-back and rib pain. So we'll go over that today as well. As far as the ribs go, there's 12 sets of ribs, which correspond to the 12 vertebrae in the mid part of your spine called the thoracic spine. So there's 12 ribs on the right and 12 ribs on the left that connect into that thoracic area. And we number them top down, one, two, three, four, all the way to 12. 
and that corresponds with the segment numbers, thoracic number one, T1, going all the way down T5, T6 to T12. The ribs join onto the spine. The upper ribs are fixed. They have an articulation on the spine as well as they join onto the sternum or the breastbone in the front. The uh, lower ribs, some of them are floating, so they don't attach onto the um, they don't attach onto the sternum in the front, but rather they're more flexible. So what can relieve mid-back pain? If you're suffering from a nerve that's irritated, joints, muscles, what can be done about it? And in the clinic, the first thing for me is to do a diagnosis to find out more about what's causing it and then do the right treatment. The treatment can involve an adjustment. It can involve stretching, ice, heat, or rest. So these are some of the things that we like to uh, review and uh, start care with in the clinic. And we're going to go over um, these items on the slides coming up. How do you know if your back pain is muscular? Well, movement, if movement causes pain in the back and in the muscles, there's a good chance that the pain is coming from a muscle. So if you're moving and it's increasing the pain and uh, there's some pain radiation along the muscle group or the muscles are cramping, there's a good chance the pain is muscular. If you're having trouble just holding your back up, being in a certain position um, when you're upright or standing, there's a good chance there's muscular involvement in the uh, mid-back pain. I don't recommend cracking your own back. And I know patients have come in that have tried to crack their own back to, to get rid of the pain. They know maybe they've had it before and a chiropractor's worked on it and it's relieved the pain. I don't recommend doing that yourself because it can make it worse. If the joints are already sprained or strained, um, putting force on those joints, and if you do it incorrectly, it can make it even worse. Uh, it can increase the inflammation, it can irritate the nerves, and then it gets harder and harder to even move or breathe. So people have come in and it just basically can hardly even take a breath in. It's just too painful or move because their back is just locking up on them. So don't crack your own back. Go to see a chiropractor and be properly assessed for it. Is the back pain serious or urgent? Sometimes I'll get a question or a phone call and uh, you know, what should I do? It's excruciating pain. Um, I think if, if you have some of these symptoms, it is, uh, urgent and you should go to a healthcare professional immediately. So if you have persistent fever, you've had weight loss um, in the recent days and months, you have blood in your urine or stool, a numb or weak legs, can't go to the bathroom, can't start or stop, you've lost the control of your bowel or bladder, you have pain at night, or you're running a fever, that's those are good reasons to uh, seek immediate attention. So uh, if you have those, um, you might wanna go to the hospital, contact your doctor, and get in to get assessed right away. 
because those could be indications that uh, the mid-back and rib pain is, is serious and needs immediate attention. Patients will ask me, should I use ice or heat? So if your uh, injury or if the symptoms just came on, so they're acute, meaning it just started, uh, using ice I find is better. So uh, putting some ice or an ice pack, wrap it up in a towel, apply it directly to the area for about 10 to 12 minutes, that'll reduce the swelling. So that generally makes people feel better. They feel a little stiffer after that because of the cold, but it reduces the swelling, reduces the pain generally. And if you can do that three to five times, giving it a rest of at least 15 minutes in between, that will help to reduce the inflammation and uh, reduce your pain. If it's been there for more than a few days and you've been struggling with it, again, seek some, um, seek uh, medical attention, but uh, sometimes heat will work better in that circumstance. So the inflammation has um, increased and it's at its peak. Um, it's done its job to try to help repair that area. And now uh, putting heat on it can increase your metabolism, it can uh, soften the tissue, and it can just make it a little easier uh, when you do come into the clinic to work with that area. It could be easier to adjust or to stretch that area to make it, um, to, to accelerate the healing process. Uh, some people, just heat works better. Again, a, uh, a moist towel in this case, and a hot water bottle or something uh, like moist heat. Uh, apply it directly to the area, do that for 10 to 12 minutes, and do that for three to five times, giving it a break of about 15 minutes in between. That's uh, a good way to soften that tissue and speed up the metabolism with the heat. Sometimes, for some patients, using heat and ice works better. So there's a bit of a, an effect where you put the heat on, it expands the uh, inflammation and the tissue, then the ice contracts it, and it works a little bit more like a pump where the heat and the ice are getting applied uh, uh, one after the other, and then the area is given a rest. So that can work uh, well for certain people, but generally when the condition is not so acute, but it becomes more subacute, that's when I'll talk to patients about uh, using ice and heat combined or just using heat. Back stretching is good, but don't do it initially. So if you have a problem in the mid-back and your ribs are not working right and you have pain, don't um, stretch your back. It's not a good idea to do that uh, when there's an acute problem. So get that assessed and then get some treatment for it by a healthcare provider. And as the pain starts to get reduced, the healthcare provider will give you some stretches or exercises to do to help relieve the pain, increase the range of motion, and restore the function back to the area. So I like to prescribe stretches uh, after a few days into care. Maybe we've had two, three, four treatments, and now it's time for the patient to um, get involved and I can monitor their progress. So uh, we can do that by uh, giving the patient some stretches to do at home. 
We use telehealth now so we can follow up with the patient uh, using a secure platform to see how they're doing their stretches or exercises. And then when they come into the clinic for the next treatment, we can review the stretches with them. If the patient has any concerns, we can address those. So I like to um, add stretches into the routine after a few visits. How do I assess mid-back pain? Well, we do a history in the clinic, so we wanna understand exactly what caused it, if you've had it before, um, what could have been the factors that um, led up to it, what's making it worse or what's making it better. So we really wanna understand the history of the complaint, but also the general history of the patient as well, because there could be some other factors that play a part uh, in the mid-back pain and um, the patient may not think that it's related. So we wanna do a, a full and thorough history and then a full examination to find out what the ranges of motion are like, what the alignment's like. Uh, we'll do some testing to find out what the cause of the pain is, and then we'll make a diagnosis. And the diagnosis is uh, basically what's causing the, uh, the back pain. And then we always have differential diagnosis. What, what else could it be? Uh, so, as a uh, healthcare provider, we have our diagnosis and differential diagnosis. Um, and then we start treatment. And in a chiropractic clinic, the treatment uh, is done hands-on. So it can be done with adjustments to the spine, adjustments to the ribs. There's different ways to adjust that area to restore the alignment and the function. Um, we also do um, some stretching with the patient. We'll apply heat or ice in the clinic, and then we'll advise the patient on what to do when they get home as far as some lifestyle modifications. So the treatment will be hands-on, and it, sometimes we use instruments as well. We'll use an instrument to move the ribs or move the spine. I like to use um, something called an activator. I find using the activator on the ribs can be really helpful because uh, it's very specific that adjustment using that instrument and using it right on the rib can be very helpful. The patients like it because it's gentle and it's uh, comfortable for them. So uh, hands-on and instrument adjustments. Sometimes we use tables. We have special tables that can pop up and down to help us make adjustments. and. For the mid-back, we always assess the spine, we, we assess the ribs as well, and sometimes there's a combination of both. Uh, we need to adjust the spine and the ribs in order to relieve the pressure on that area. How long does a visit last? Well, and how long do, does rib pain last? It can last for, a rib pain can last for days to weeks. So, if you do have rib pain, um, expect it to last for days and hopefully not weeks. Once you get active with treatment, the pain starts to get reduced. So when the treatments start and the adjustments are done, the pain starts to decrease and that, that shortens the, the healing cycle. We'll give the patient recommendations and I find if the patients follow those recommendations, it reduces the duration of the rib and the back pain. 
we'll follow up closely at the beginning, maybe every day or every other day, so that the patient heals as quickly as possible and that we're staying on top of their condition and giving them a good advice at home. And our goal is always to uh, uh, transfer the care to the patient, give them more responsibility as time goes on to help heal their back and to keep the back in good shape so it doesn't um, go back out of alignment or recreate the same problem again. If you have mid-back pain or rib pain, you have joint pain, call our office to book an appointment. We are taking new patients. So our phone number is 250-486-0062. And again, we're in the Kelowna area in the Okanagan in British Columbia. I did write a book on back pain. And so if you're interested in reading about uh, my approach to back pain, the book called Back Pain is on Amazon, and uh, it's in an ebook format, a Kindle format, so you can read it there. Uh, you can read it in paperback, and then there's an um, audio version on Audible. So um, it took a long time to write that book. It, it was a great experience. I, I always wanted to write a book, and uh, it did take over a year to write the book, but um, finally it got published. It is on Amazon. And uh, you can just type in back pain and my name, Carrie Yerku, and you will be able to find it. We have um, webinars coming up. So we do quite a few webinars um, in a webinar series. We try to cover the most common topics that uh, we see in the clinic or what patients ask for. So um, I've done some webinars on um, uh, book reading, from the back pain book and my neck pain book on Amazon. Uh, we've done webinars on joint pain, arthritis, on lifestyle changes. So all of these uh, webinars are on our Eventbrite page. So if you go to Eventbrite and then you type in your Q chiropractic, you're gonna see the upcoming uh, webinars that we have in the next few weeks. If you've missed a webinar and you wanna see uh, see the webinar we have recorded it and we do put it up on youtube and uh, we also have an audible uh, audio format and that's on um on anchor which gets distributed to uh, spotify uh, and uh, apple podcasts places like that so you should be able to reach it if you google uh podcast uh, dr carrie yerku you'll be able to find that and of course if you go to google our channel is uh, Dr. Carrie Yerku, and then you'll be able to find uh, that specific webinar like this one on mid-back and rib pain. Here's my contact info. Um, so we're at uh, 105-1628 Dixon Avenue in Kelowna. The phone number is 250-486-0062. And my email address, drcarrieyerku at gmail.com. And if you have any questions, feel free to um, send me an email or, or give us a call. Um, I wanna thank you for joining our webinar today on mid-back and rib pain. I hope you learned something as far as the causes and our approach to it. And um, if you do have mid-back pain or rib pain, know somebody who does, do get that checked uh, immediately. Uh, see what the cause of it is and then get the appropriate treatment so that it um, 
restores the alignment and the function of the spine and the ribs and um, prevents reoccurrences. So uh, the healthcare provider will give you some recommendations on what you can do to prevent uh, reoccurrence of it. It can be quite painful. So uh, doing the treatment to help someone is, is, uh, is a great thing. It, it makes them feel a lot better in a fairly short period of time. So again, consult your uh, health professional and uh, I hope you guys uh, can join us for the next webinar coming up uh, the, uh, next week. Thanks and have a wonderful day.